Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day everyone, Dylan from News Fighters here. And just a quick shout out to say, I need your help to keep News Fighters going. It's a very expensive show to make, both in terms of the uh, hard drive and computer running costs, but also in terms of the sheer intensive number of hours that go into handcrafting all the wacky clips every episode. So if you can support the show, please jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. For as little as $6 a month, you can get early ad-free episodes and bonus episodes. However, to really secure the show's future, I need to find major sponsors. I have three slots for $300 a month major sponsors who get shout-outs on the show. So if you're a brand, company, or philanthropic organization, jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters and grab one of those $300 a month slots so newsfighters can keep going. Or drop me a line at sponsors at newsfighters.com. Thanks for all your support. News Fighters, Australia's funniest news comedy show. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Yes, hello, fighters. Welcome to episode 110 of News Fighters for Friday, the 26th of August, 2022. News Fighters, breakfast served different. I'm your host, Dylan Bain, the David Hurley of News Comedy. Yes, after three months, we're back. And I'm not the only one returning in a cloud of scandal. A new book on how Australia was governed through the pandemic has revealed Scott Morrison had himself secretly sworn in as Health and Finance Minister. In all, he secretly appointed himself to five ministries between March 2020 and May 2021. In the shadow of the pandemic, Scott Morrison silently built a one-man cabinet. I mean, I can't believe Scott Morrison could silently build Build anything. He couldn't even hammer a nail into a chicken coop without having his official photographer there to post the photos on Instagram. The media's had an absolute field day with this, no doubt because, let's face it, our new Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's been 
Pretty boring so far. Come on, Albo, start a feud with the leader of Liechtenstein. Abolish ambulances, fire Penny Wong, evict some landlords. For the love of God, do something interesting for once. Personally, my favourite take on the uh, ScoMo job scandal was Channel 9's spooky-sounding angle. Scott Morrison, Minister of Secrets. Now, if you haven't managed to uh, keep up with all the uh, promotions Scott Morrison secretly gave himself... Here's a quick rundown. The first appointment letter for Scott Morrison to administer the Department of Health was signed by the Governor-General on the 14th of March 2020. By the end of that month, he had added power over finance. In April 2021 came industry, science, energy and resources. And then, on the 6th of May that year, Home Affairs and Treasury. Yes, proving Scott Morrison treats seizing portfolios the same way we all treat overindulging at Christmas lunch. Oh, I couldn't possibly go back for seconds. Oh, maybe maybe just another li- little morsel as a treat. I'll, I'll go on, another one. Oh, okay, just a, li- just a little bit more, another one. Oh, I couldn't possibly. So let's recap how this all played out, shall we? Well, the revelations were first revealed in a book extract published in The Weekend Australian the weekend before last. And at first, Scott Morrison remained completely silent after the story broke, but then on Monday, responded with a quick text message to one of his Murdoch mates. Scott Morrison's only response today was a text message to a Sky journalist saying, quote, Since leaving the job, I haven't engaged in any day-to-day politics. Yes, that's right. Scott Morrison has completely disengaged from day-to-day politics. So let me just load up Wikipedia here and check what his current job is. That's right, it's politician. And he's currently earning 200 k a year as a backbencher. Imagine if your car mechanic was like, oh, I don't keep up to date with repairing cars since I was demoted from head mechanic. Come on, ScoMo, get with the program. And when texting mates wasn't enough to get the media off his back, the following day, Scott Morrison decided to go on Ben Fordham's friendly 2GB radio show. And he had some problems remembering things. Today, the former Prime Minister was asked if he'd been sworn into any more than three portfolios. We can just be clear, are there any other portfolios that you assumed any control over? Not to my recollection, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing that, but not to my recollection. There were a number that were considered at the time for safeguard reasons, but I don't recall any others being actioned. Wow, this guy's got such a bad memory. Remind me not to ask him to, like, water my plants or feed my cat if I go on holidays, because you and I know he'd either completely forget and claimed he hadn't, or he'd say he didn't do it, and he'd actually do it ten times a day, and then you'd come home to a flooded house, an obese cat, and somehow the deed of your house had been changed to make Scott Morrison the new co-owner. Yes, it turns out that Scott Morrison was so damn busy appointing himself to multiple ministers' jobs that he completely forgot to tell some of the ministers themselves. As far as we know, these appointments were never revoked. Even more extraordinary, these appointments were kept secret. Keeping three of them in the dark. Matthias Corman, Karen Andrews, even close friend Josh Frydenberg. He only found out today telling former colleagues he's angry and disappointed. Yes, that's right. Scott Morrison basically stole his deputy's job without telling him. And you know what makes that even creepier? They were bloody lockdown flatmates at the time. The former treasurer was living with Scott Morrison in the lodge at the time, seemingly cosy companions. We popped the, the, the spaghetti bolognese, or last night it was the schnitzel, into the microwave, and and then we sit down and have a good conversation. Jeez, and you thought that uh, Irish backpacker who once stole your beer was the worst flatmate you've ever had. 
Think about how bad Scott Morrison would be as a flatmate. The stinky undercooked chicken curries, the unfinished chicken coop, the daggy ukulele playing, hogging the TV every weekend to watch the footy, and, you know, worst of all, seizing your job without asking. I mean, Jesus, doesn't Scott Morrison know flatmate etiquette? If you take anything that's your flatmates, no matter how small, doesn't matter if it's a packet of noodles or a jar of pasta sauce, you bloody well ask first! Especially if it's the Treasury Portfolio of Australia. And his justification for never telling them, eh, wasn't really necessary. I didn't disclose it to them because I didn't think it was in the interest of the best operations of the government during a crisis. The fact that ministers were unaware of these things is actually proof of my lack of interference or intervention in any of their activities. Yeah, ScoMo's like, sure, I took their jobs, but I never did their jobs. It's a bit like a bank robber saying, sure, I robbed the bank, but the fact I never spent the money proves I never needed the money all along. Innocent, your honour. Yes, that last clip there was from Scott Morrison's big hour-long press conference last Wednesday, and didn't it feel just like a aging rock star's comeback TV special? Yes, he came out swinging with all the classic hits you love from yestermonth. We got the lies, we got the denials, we got the blame-shifting, the obfuscation, and who could forget the endless quarrelling with journalists? Why did you deceive the Australian public and your Treasurer and Finance Minister about this? Well, I don't share that view. I mean, I accept that you may not accept my explanation, and I accept that there may be many out there who don't. But I've given that explanation. That's your narrative, and I don't accept it. Yes, and if there's one thing about a classic ScoMo press conference we remember, it's that you just can't look away. It's like like witnessing a car crash. Except if the driver himself was repeatedly crashing the car into a brick wall while shouting, It's not me. The car's doing it to itself. It's not my fault. I had to do it for the good of the country. The press conference wasn't all endless lies and denials, however. Morrison did come bearing some happy news. Uh, I'm no longer the Prime Minister. There is another Prime Minister. And don't we know it? (laughs) Thanks for the reminder, mate. The press conference had some classic Morrison contradiction at play. Uh, This was one of my favourite moments. I did not take over the Treasury portfolio. I did not take over the Home Affairs portfolio. I was not co-administering any of these departments. I was sworn in with authority to take decisions in a department if I believed that was necessary. Yeah, guys, just because I appointed myself co-head of a department doesn't mean I took over the department, doesn't mean I was in charge. Don't you media understand anything? So why these portfolios exactly? Well, turns out that's simple. Morrison just didn't like any ministers under him having any power of their own. Because in all the portfolios that I sought to have these authorities put in place, they were portfolio areas where ministers could exercise unilateral decisions without reference to cabinet. Yes, no surprise there that control freak Scott Morrison wouldn't allow anyone under Scott Morrison to make a decision independent of Scott Morrison that Scott Morrison might disagree with. Proving once again that Scott Morrison is all about consultative cabinet government, provided the entire cabinet is made up of Scott Morrison. This is scary stuff. And exactly how democracy disappears in other countries, it's slowly chipped out and eroded away by power, hungry, hungry egotists, until next thing you know, you're uncontrollably wailing in the streets at the news of the Supreme Leader's sudden death. Mm, To be fair, that's also how Aussies reacted when they changed the pizza shapes recipe. Yes, but Morrison said he does actually respect Australia's democratic conventions. 
so long as the Democratic convention is not divulging private conversations with his mate, the Governor-General. I'm simply respecting a long-standing principle and convention that the Governor-General and the Prime Minister have many conversations. You are asking me to go into conversations between me and the Governor-General, which I'm not going to do. Yes, that's right, divulging conversations with the Queen's representative in Australia. You've got to respect the Democratic convention. Taking your mate's job without telling them, eh, not so much. And when it came to justifying these unprecedented power grabs, ScoMo was all like, well, I don't expect you to understand, dummy. As Prime Minister, only I could really understand the weight of responsibility that was on my shoulders and and on no one else. And I can appreciate, Andrew, you mightn't understand it because you haven't been a Prime Minister in the middle of the worst crisis since the Second World War. Yeah, you haven't been Prime Minister in a real crisis. I mean, I was Prime Minister when Scott Morrison was the Prime Minister. Now that was chaos. Nobody knew who was in charge of what ministry. And then his other defence was, well, these powers were only for an emergency. I believed it was a prudent and responsible action in the middle of the crisis to have these emergency powers in place. What were effectively emergency powers, because I was only ever going to use them in an emergency situation. Yes, Scott Morrison was only ever going to use these powers in a real emergency. Like, you know, his resources minister not agreeing with him on something. Scott Morrison says he only used his secret powers once and admits it had nothing to do with the pandemic, scuttling an offshore gas project that was an electoral liability. Overruling incumbent Keith Pitt, who supported the project. I don't regret that for a second. And I don't think anyone who went surfing um, off, the, off the New South Wales coast this week, um, up around Newcastle or the central coast or off, off the uh, northern beaches, would take any issue. Yes, that's right. Scott Morrison overruled his resources minister because somebody had to think of the surfers. I mean, this is how it all happens. We all remember how Julius Caesar became emperor for life by claiming it was for the good of the boogie boarders. It's in Suetonius somewhere. And then there was Morrison's other justification. He only did it because it was for the good of the country. I did what I thought was necessary in the national interest to ensure the government continued to perform well, which it did. Yes, that's right. It was in the national interest for Scott Morrison to be in charge of everything. And remind us again how well the country did under your leadership in the pandemic, ScoMo. As we saw in the second half of 2021, the east coast of Australia was effectively shut down because the country at that point wasn't vaccinated. And then he was like, yes, and I personally blame the health minister, finance minister, home affairs minister and resources minister at the time. Oh, oh, wait. And in the end, as usual, Morrison refused to believe he had ever done anything wrong. What is the wash up of all of this? Did the prime minister use any powers that were unlawful? No. Did the prime minister exercise any powers that intervene with the operations of any minister? No, except by the one circumstance, which we've been very clear about. There were no other circumstances. Did the Prime Minister take any additional payment for any of these things? Of course not. Wow, Scott Morrison is so used to seizing people's jobs. He even took over the role of journalist asking questions at that press conference. Did the Prime Minister do the best job ever? Why, yes, he did. Thank you. So why would Scott Morrison do all this? Well, Sydney University constitutional law expert Anne Toomey told the ABC 7.30 an interesting opinion. They're all ministers in the ministry and the cabinet and collectively they make decisions. So it's not the case that the Prime Minister has some kind of magic power that allows him to override and exercise statutory powers that are conferred on other ministers. Yes, that's right. Scott Morrison wanted to have 
magic powers. This is turning into a Harry Potter ripoff, but instead Morrison wanted to be able to wave his magic wand and make politically difficult gas projects go away. Maybe Channel 9 was right. We, we are going to get ready for a new novel series called... Scott Morrison, Minister of Secrets. And then at the end of all this, Scott Morrison forcefully declared, he ain't going nowhere. A number of your colleagues have basically asked for you to resign. Will you resign over this? Well, of course not. These issues don't relate to my um, role as the member for Cook, and I will continue to serve the member as the member for Cook for the people of Cook. Yeah, why should someone resign when they've been demoted? It's like, yeah, I admit I stole a million dollars from that orphanage, but I recently got demoted to junior executive vice president. Haven't I suffered enough? There have been some ramifications for Scott Morrison from this scandal, including the completely unthinkable. Sky News turned against him. But I do think today that Scott Morrison is not a fit and proper person to sit in the parliament. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has embarrassed, the, I'd say even devastated his party. I haven't seen a mess like this since Whitlam and, Bar- and Barnard gave themselves 27 portfolios. It's against the spirit of cabinet government. It's against the letter of cabinet government. It's weird. This is why we need a National Royal Commission. Yeah, while we're at it, Sky News, how about an Integrity Commission? No? Not interested? Ah. Yes, that's right. After 15 years of Scott Morrison being on the front bench of the Liberal Party, Sky News has finally realised... Yeah, something, something not quite right with that guy. Lots of other Liberals were outraged, including the guy who he replaced, former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. What, what's democracy about? I mean, fundamentally, we, are, we the people are entitled to know... Who is governing our country? We need to know who's the minister for this, who's the minister for that. And if, in fact, these things are all being done secretly, that's not a democracy. I mean, this is sinister stuff. This is secret government. Yes, Mr Secret Investments in the Cayman Islands is right. People deserve to know some things. Just quickly, my personal highlight of Turnbull's interview on 7.30 was this moment. You know him very well. You served with I him. I do, yeah. Yes, you got to love that defeatist tone from Turnbull there. Yeah, I knew him all right. Yeah, I know him well. Took my bloody job. And everyone else's, it turns out. What a scoundrel. Anyways, with all these revelations about Scott Morrison finally coming out, it gave our new Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, the opportunity to do something he relishes. Fighting with Tories. And, and didn't he do it eloquently? Let's be very clear. Australians knew during the election campaign that I was running a shadow ministry. What they didn't know was that Scott Morrison was running a shadow government. A shadow government that was operating in the shadows. He told us he was a bulldozer. Turns out he was the world's first stealth bulldozer. The first rule of Power Grab Club is don't talk about Power Grab Club. And Scott Morrison broke that rule today. So with the media and social media outrage reaching a fever pitch, Morrison reacted exactly the same way every increasingly irrelevant middle-aged white man does who's recently lost their job. He jumped on Facebook. While the rest of the nation debates the Scott Morrison ministry scandal, the former Prime Minister has seen the funny side. Mr Morrison sharing a number of memes on his Facebook page last night, poking fun at all the furor. Last night he was trying to join in, photoshopping himself into various photos, including coach of the Cronulla Sharks. Wow, he's worse at something than vaccine procurement. Those photoshop skills are truly awful. And another revelation that's come out about Morrison since he uh, lost the top job in May, it's that uh, deep down, I think he only ever viewed the prime ministership as a stepping stone 
to a higher office. Is former Prime Minister Scott Morrison chasing a high-profile job in rugby league? In the lead-up to Origin 1, Scott Morrison was speaking to some power brokers in rugby league and he made it quite clear to them that he would like to be part of the Australian Rugby League Commission. Yes, other Prime Ministers post office say calling in things like international diplomacy like Kevin Rudd or education advocacy and philanthropy like Julia Gillard, while ScoMo is like, nah, me want to watch the footy for free, yeah, go Sharkies. Speaking of which, Scott Morrison couldn't let his perhaps final ever press conference conclude without slipping in one final reference to his beloved. Or down the Sharkies, seeing them make the semi-finals. All the best. Yes, and around the country, that was when we all got ScoMo press conference bingo. So in conclusion, I end this podcast with one final request. Please join our Patreon. And also, can the National Rugby League hurry up and offer Scott Morrison a job? I don't know, counting paperclips or being a water boy or something so he can get the hell out of our lives and we never have to listen to him do an hour-long press conference of blame-shifting lies and denials ever again. Yes, we all need to move on from Scott Morrison. I've had my fill forever of listening to a Prime Minister who prefers to talk about the footy than just about anything else. Now, what's Albo been talking about lately? It was a cracker of a game. Uh, My beloved South Sydney team didn't quite get there. It was a great game last night. Congratulations to Queensland. It was an extraordinary game. I think a grand final where South Sydney played at Henson Park would do me. God damn it, Australia, you've done it again. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. G'day everyone, Dylan from Newsfighters here, and a quick shout out and thanks to all our patrons on Patreon who are helping cover our expenses to make the show. However, it's a very labour-intensive show, and to keep the show going, I'm going to have to find some major sponsors. So, if you're a brand, company, a philanthropic a journalism foundation or the like, why not jump on our Patreon and support Australia's funniest news comedy podcast today? I have a limited three slots going for $300 a month for major sponsors that'll help cover the intensive labour costs that go into handcrafting this show every fortnight. So for more info, email sponsors at newsfighters.com or jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. Newsfighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to.
Alrighty, that's News Fighters for today. Thanks for listening. We're back and we're trying to be fortnightly, but maybe expect some slight frequency and format tweaks as we try and figure out a way to make the show sustainably. Yes, it's uh, been a lot of fun and an absolute privilege uh, doing News Fighters uh, basically for free the last three and a half years. But uh, to keep the show going, I need your financial support. So please sign up to our Patreon if you enjoy the show at patreon.com slash newsfighters. For as little as $6 a month, you can get early ad-free episodes as well as uh, bonus episodes when they come out. And we actually need sponsors. To be able to do this show sustainably, I need to get some sponsors on board for ideally three sponsors for $300 a month. Or if they want to spend more than that and be the exclusive sponsor of the show, I'm looking at you, Burger Rings. I'm looking at you, Koala Mattresses. I'm looking at you, Saudi Arabia. Jump on our Patreon or email me at sponsors at newsfighters.com because I want to keep doing the show but I can't keep doing it for free. The ad revenue brings in about 10 to $20 an episode, uh, and uh, you'll be surprised to learn that an average episode of News Fighters like this one takes between uh, 15 and 30 hours' work. So please support us financially. Tell your rich philanthropist media company friends to uh, support us, and uh, I would very much appreciate it. Or if you don't feel like supporting us on Patreon, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters or the link in the show notes. And unfortunately, just a quick update, I did have to cancel our Apple Podcast subscription plan because the sheer amount of GST admin bureaucracy required to do it was just absolutely not worth it. So uh, our Apple Podcast subscribers, please, if you want the same content, jump on our Patreon. And if you download the Patreon app, you can listen to the bonus uh, episodes there. And as always, we've got a free newsletter uh, that comes out whenever we release new content that you can sign up to at newsfighters.com. And don't forget, hit follow and subscribe in your podcasting app of choice. And... Follow us and subscribe and hit like on YouTube at youtube.com slash newsfighters and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at newsfighterspod. And also we sporadically release uh, random different videos on our Twitter and our YouTube. So uh, there's extra bonus content on there. Anyways, it's great to be back. All those links are in the show notes. Uh, Hope to see you in a couple of weeks. Keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. I do, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.